Flashback Fridays on 630 Chad, 1980. Flashback Friday, all those songs from 1980. Uh, we seem to always have, you know, kind of debates and conversations about which decade and which year had the best music. I, I don't know that 1980 really necessarily knew what it was doing when it came to music. Uh, a little all over the place there. Some good selections, though, which I do appreciate. So let's get into it. What did 1980 look like for you, Ched Nation? Send me a text, 780-496-0063. Uh, we're going to talk about the pop culture, the news stories, the sports stories. And uh, even though it's his week off, he's had the whole week off, uh, Morley Scott has so graciously agreed to join me for this hour to talk about 1980. Hey, Morley. Hey, Chelsea. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm glad to have you joining me this morning. I mean, you, you didn't have to come in for an hour on your on your week off. I would have understood if you well, wanted to just sleep in on a Friday. You know what? Uh, well, I, I did sleep in. I slept till about six, so it's okay. Whoa. That's, sleep, that's sleeping in, right? So, uh, And I'd just be up listening to it anyway, so I might as well uh, just throw the headsets on and chime in here from the home office. So, yeah, 1980, I was, uh, my family had just moved from Edmonton to Regina, and I was uh, in grade 12 at Tom Collegiate in Regina, Saskatchewan, and as soon as uh, the year ended, I came back to Edmonton after that. Uh, but, yeah, 1980s was, uh, was a different time, that's for sure. Wow, grade 12 in 1980. That's a formative year. I mean, you're figuring yourself out what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And that's a that's a big time. Yeah, it, it was. I, and it was weird because we I, I only lived in Regina for one year. So I spent that year, you know, making new friends and then leaving friends behind. And, and it happened pretty quickly. Like I was I was only there for about uh, 10 or 11 months before I came home uh, back to Edmonton to get the girl, as they say. And, uh, and I ended up getting her. So it worked out pretty well. <laughs> You know, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I feel like like 1980 was kind of the like the, the cusp. It's a cusp year, right? I mean, it's not quite the 70s. It's not we're not full on into the 80s as the way we think of them with the the neon fashion and the big hair and, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I don't feel like 1980 really knew what it what it was totally doing. I think people in 1980 were scratching and clawing to stay in the 70s and not move into the 80s because the yeah. 70s was was pretty good, right? It was it was pretty popular. The music was great. The entertainment was great. Things were pretty well in the world. And I think everybody kind of reluctantly moved into the 1980s, uh, starting in, of course, 1980, the year we're talking about. And then things things got weird. Uh, lots of texts coming in from you, Chad Nation, what your life looked like in 1980. Uh, and keep these coming in because uh, we love hearing from you. Um, Ron the Dog Whisperer on the text line says, in September on September 13th, 1980, my oldest son got married. Okay, so big year for you. Uh, Angie weighed in. She says, in 1980, Morley, get this, the entire price of our brand new home was $83,000. Oh. Wow. She said they paid off the mortgage eight and a half years later. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh. that's, that's nice. Eh? And then you compare it's that to It's a little different now, than right? today. <laughs> sounds pretty nice. I, I do think, though, that in the 80s, I mean, we can probably, most of us can probably agree that when it comes to um, movies and TV, uh, they really hit their stride. Let's take a look at, at movies and television. What were we watching in 1980? Flashback Fridays on 630 Chat 1980. Working what a way to make living Incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. Bad Augusta. Mr. Stryker, I know nothing about flying, but there's one thing I do know. You're the only one on this plane who can possibly fly it. Come on, we have fights all the time. When you worry, now you're gonna hit me in the face. Hit me in the face. Can't. No, are you afraid? Afraid of what? Please help me get out of it's here. It's just this place and the storm. That's why you're upset. Oh, no, no, they're all dead. They're all dead. I am the father. I believe this is your floor. Oh, thank God. How'd I get myself into this? Here's Johnny. Santa Claus. And I saw his reindeer, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, all of them right down there on the beach. Come on, let's see if you brought us in. Forget it. Five grand, no problem. We'll have it for you in the morning. Let's go, Elwood. No, no. I will not take your filthy stolen money. Well, we're moving on up. We're moving on up to the Let me tell you why they need a new chief of police. The old chief passed away. He died of boredom. <laughs> There they are. Okay. Good day and welcome to the Great White North uh, Canadian Corner. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother Doug. Move around a tree plant, but he's got what, Laverne? A hernia. <laughs> you fix me breakfast, will you? Will you? Will you? Will you? I'm so hungry, I could eat Bebo. Good morning. I haven't got time right now. I'm too busy being a butch career girl. <laughs> sure, sure. He's got a black belt in karate, right? Not anymore. Nas red from all his victims' blood. I see. I, I, I've mistaken blueberries for blueberries. Right. Watch out. <laughs> Cabin fever. All right, Cincinnati, it is time for this town to get down. TV and the movies we were watching in 1980, the year that we're flashing back to here uh, this hour on 630Chad. Hey, remember, too, you can go to our website, 630Chad.com. Take our Flashback Friday quiz. You could win yourself a $100 Visa gift card if your trivia skills are, are on point. So, Morley, some big ones in that one. Which there, I, there was a Star Wars, but I don't remember which one came out in yeah, 1980. Star Wars. I think that was Episode Five. I think that was the big one. I'm just looking at the list now. Wasn't yeah, that Empire Strikes Back? Million. It was Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, it was Empire episode Strikes five, Back. Episode Five. The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. 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 They're huge. all blur to me, but I feel like that was that was a huge moment in pop culture for so many people. Absolutely. I mean, it's the biggest. It's got to be the biggest uh, uh, series of films ever, right? Uh, when you when you take all what are there six, seven, eight, nine of them, right? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen many of them. It's not my thing, but I haven't. I know they were big. <laughs> Two. It was the only movie. Yeah, that was over two hundred million in nineteen eighty, uh, and it was a hundred million more than nine to five. Which uh, man, Dolly Parton hit the jackpot with that because she won all sorts of awards with the great song on the country charts, and then it crossed over to the pop side, and the movie was a big success as well. So that, that that's what I remember. But when you talk about TV. 
TV channels. The biggest thing in TV in 1980 uh, was the fact that uh, on March 21st, 1980, J.R. Ewing was shot. And that created the biggest drama possibly at, to that point anyway, and maybe still to that point, the biggest drama in history and cliffhanger in the history of TV because nobody knew who shot J.R. It was talked about constantly uh cbs advertised it all summer who shot jr who shot jr and then it was in november uh, of 1980 that we found out uh who the culprit was and uh, i i that's one of the biggest memories for me of 1980 for watching tv is that everybody was talking about who shot jr and a secret like that you couldn't keep it today with social media and leaks no everybody oh no telling everybody uh, but they kept it a secret right until november when uh, they had 350 million people around the world watching the episode that uh, revealed who shot jr well, i saw it i wouldn't have missed it it was such great marketing wasn't it it, I mean, it was great was it was a fabulous episode talking. Fabulous yeah. episode, and again, what great marketing by that network to get everybody involved to watch that episode in November of 1980. Again, I, nobody wanted to miss it. So who who was it that that actually shot him? Was it like was it the big reveal that everyone was hoping for it to be? It was uh, it was his. JR's wife's sister, right, Kristen, I think her name was. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Yeah, 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 that's who it was. Everybody Even thought it was not, Sue Ellen, though. Everybody thought it was Sue Ellen, wasn't it? Yeah. His wife. But no, it wasn't his wife. It was his sister-in-law. What a thing to stumble onto, the the cliffhanger, the to be continued for TV. I mean, I, were... Even not being alive for that year, I, st I can see, like, the merch in my mind of who shot oh, JR, there were, which is... There yeah, were T-shirts and everything. Yeah, odds in Vegas about who shot JR. There were T-shirts everything. It was just a huge, huge thing in 1980. It wasn't the only thing that we were watching, though, Morley. A lot of people on the text lines reminding us that it was Gretzky's rookie year in 1980. What, uh, what did sports look like that year? Well, let's, uh, let's take a look at it, uh, and uh, we'll tell you about uh, uh, Gretzky's rookie year. First off, April 8th, 1980. That's 41 years ago last night. The Edmonton Oilers, in their first season in the NHL, played their first playoff game in Philadelphia against the Flyers. The Oilers just squeaked into the playoffs in their first season. At the trade deadline, you'll remember, they made a trade, sending captain Ron Chipperfield to the Quebec Nordiques for journeyman goaltender named Ron Lowe. Lowe was just what the Oilers needed. Stepped in, went 8-2-1 and one in 11 starts down the stretch pushed the owners past Washington by two points to win the final playoff spot the format that year was one versus 16 so that meant the owners had to play the mighty Flyers who would set an NHL record that year going 35 games without a loss they had 116 points 47 more than the owners had it was uh, a three-game sweep by the Flyers the owners gave them everything they could handle game one went to OT before Bobby Clark scored game two in Philly was a 5-1 easy win but more OT awaited these two teams for the first ever playoff game in Edmonton in the NHL April 11th 1980 and it ended in the second overtime there comes Lindsman with Pop Lindsman gets right around his man shot was future oiler Ken Linsman scoring the game-winning goal for the Flyers. Ron Lowe would play 56 more games over the next three seasons with the Oilers, but those three playoff games, the only three playoff games of his career. Uh, he did win some playoff games as a coach, of course, with the Oilers in the late 90s. The Flyers advanced to win the Stanley Cup in 1980 uh, to play in the Stanley Cup. They lost to the Islanders in six games on an OT goal on a Saturday afternoon from Bob Nystrom. Wayne Gretzky, 137 points that year, tied for first place in the scoring race with Marcel Dion, but the NHL gave Dion the Art Ross because he scored more goals. Gretzky also didn't win the Calder Trophy as Rookie of the Year. The NHL said he was ineligible because he had played in the 
WHA. Uh, they couldn't figure out a way to make him ineligible for the Hart Trophy, so he won it his first of nine and first of eight in a row. The most memorable hockey game in 1980 was February 22nd. A bunch of college kids playing for the United States beat Russia 4-3 at the Lake Placid Olympics. Uh, that paved the way for a gold medal win two nights later against Finland. Uh, there was also Summer Olympics in 1980, but almost nobody went. In January, U.S. President Jimmy Carter made the move to boycott the Summer Games to be played in Russia. I have notified the Olympic Committee that with Soviet invading forces in Afghanistan, neither the American people nor I will support sending an Olympic team to Moscow. Uh, the games went ahead in July. 66 countries, including Canada, did not take part. Next time around, Chelsea, look at the Edmonton football team who were in the middle of their five-in-a-row run of Grey Cup championships. Wow. Okay, so a lot to dissect in the world of sports in 1980. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.